Reed Wallach covers the NBA for Betside. And I, look, they, they came out and, you know, they're talking about apologizing and that should have been a foul. And anybody watching it knew that was a foul. For me, man, I was happy because it sent the game to overtime. I had a lot of props that only hit because the game went to overtime. And those Jason Tatum free throws at the end literally sent me over on a parlay, which was incredible. But, like, what? it's it's getting harder and harder to bet games. If, one, we don't know if guys are playing until the last minute when they're sitting out this time of year. And now we got refs ruining things, too. It's just making the NBA that much more complicated when you're looking at sides and totals. Yeah. Uh, thanks for having me on, guys. You know, it's crazy. Just an uh, anecdote here. I'm a net season ticket holder. I happen to give away the tickets tonight uh, to a Lakers fan, and I feel terrible now because no LeBron, no AD. That's who these you know friends want to see, and now they're going to a game where you know Nets are laying nine and a half. Forget that KD's not playing because he's hurt, but uh, the Lakers sit in all their guys because it seems like LeBron wants to play at MSG again. Uh, I think the NBA people are trying to talk about it a lot more. Feels like there's a reckoning coming for like load management and these back to backs and what's going to happen here. And now just talking about the game itself, listen, the Nets might lose. They're not like some surefire lock here, but the Lakers keep talking about, they want to go all in. They want to make a playoff move. I get like load management around back to back. Like you need these games. You you need to start yeah. taking these games seriously. You can't take a night off. Like you're in the mix of a playing run. And I, I say playing because you're not even a playoff run yet. You know, you need to get as many wins as you can. You can't take nights off. You know, I think that this load management thing is really coming to it. I see a lot more people talking about it, um, you know, based on the last few weeks. Hey, Reed, before I get into any more NBA, I want to talk really quickly about the Super Bowl. You have the Eagles, two-point favorites over the Chiefs. How would you bet this game right now if you were going to bet this game right now or if you have bet this game right now? Because I just, if you're going to give me points with Patrick Mahomes, even on one leg, I'm probably going to take them again. I, yeah, it's Kansas City or nothing for me. I think this game should be a pick. I, I don't, you know, maybe even Kansas City like minus one, but I don't see a big difference between these two teams. And really what it comes down to is the extra week for this Kansas City team to get healthy. I mean, by the end of that that chiefs Bengals game, which was almost like a cinematic experience watching that. I watched with a bunch of buddies and we were – we all had the Chiefs, so that's another story, you know, how we got away with that one. But, and, you know, we were yelling, we were laughing, we were crying, we were screaming, you know, it was everything. And, you know, to cut, get the win. But now look at who finished that game for the Chiefs at wide receiver. You know, Juju Smith-Schuster was out. Miko Hardman was out. Kadarius Tony was out. Travis Kelsey had a bulky back. Mahomes, to me, looked fine, you know, at least closer to 100% than, you know, zero percent you know closer to 50 percent. he looked closer you know to being full strength and gutting it out so i think the extra week is going to be massive for the chiefs and at the same time this eagles team who have they played <laughs> all right. season they've rolled and they're really talented i understand but you know this chiefs team has went through a gauntlet in the afc the nfc has been overrated and poor the entire season now the playoffs they haven't really been tested i just wonder if that perception there's too much of an upgrade going to the eagles and this Chiefs team might actually be now underrated. So, yeah, listen, give me Patrick Mahomes as an underdog. That's going to be the bet. So, Chiefs for me, I think that they won the Super Bowl. Reed, I'm looking over here at the West, and, man, you talked about the Lakers a little bit earlier with Nick Ashew, but, uh, you know, it's it's weird. The Lakers have lost four crucial games in the last two months, and if they would have won those games, you know, due to ref referee non-calls or bad calls, They'd be sitting atop the West, like three, four seed right now in the West. I don't think people know how hectic the Western Conference is right now yeah. and how jumbled it is with that parody or mediocrity or whatever you want to say. And quietly, the Pelicans, a team that I think all three of us love, went from a two seed now down to an eight seed. They've lost mm -hmm. eight straight, multiple injuries. If 
how much confidence do you have right now in the Pelicans to get right before the playoffs? And what kind of moves do you think we should expect, if if any? Yeah, I, I think you should. The, the Pelicans, we know what they are at full strength. To me, they're a finals contender. So with so much uh parity going on the western conference i mean i'm looking right now the timberwolves are back in the five seed now the clippers who everyone's almost seemingly written off they're at the four seed everyone you know between two and seven are separated by six and a half games so there's really not a lot of separation one injury you're like the pelicans you slide down i think the pelicans have dropped three of their last or 11 of their last 14 games now so they're going to need to get healthy of course but i wouldn't write them off whereas you know, I think I came on this show two weeks ago and said, you know, I kind of still believe in the Warriors the most because someone has to beat them. They have a lot of red flags also. They can't go on the road and win. And, you know, maybe it's just Denver, Memphis on a bit of a slide. Now, so like, it is up in the air in the Western Conference. So a lot of time uh, to go in the season. It feels like, you know, we're already at game 50 for most teams. Still a lot of time to go in the Western Conference and a lot of things to be sorted out. Half the teams, it feels like everyone talks negatively about them, yet they're right there in the middle for a playoff berth. So I think it's going to be really interesting to see because the more this goes, the more I'm concerned with how the Warriors are going to pan out in this postseason just with their road record, with the quotes about Bob Myers and what's lingering over this end of this you know current dynasty. Um, so the Warriors are a little bit concerning to me. Every team in the West has this red flag where – the East is looking like it's going to be a bloodbath. That's going to be uh, you know, war to get out of the Eastern Conference. So, you know, Western Conference, I don't really have a strong opinion. I think there's a lot of flawed teams and, you know, someone is going to get the right draw and, you know, come out of the Western Conference. Yeah, I think that's what makes it so difficult is that it's weird too, right? We, we always talk about the West being the tougher conference and the East is kind of taken over with teams that you have at least more, like they look like championship caliber teams, right? The Bucks are, Bucks haven't played the best basketball. They've dealt with injuries. Chris Middleton's missed time, but we still put them in there. They won a title a couple of years ago. The Celtics are the Celtics right now. The Sixers are playing great though. I don't know if I trust James Harden in the playoffs. If you had to pick, I know you kind of touched on this a little bit, but I want to at least see if I can get something. If you can pick one team from the West, Right now, I give you 50 bucks, and I say, all right, Reed, I need you to bet on this team to win the West. What would be the team that would be the safest money for you? Because the Warriors, like I'm, I was with you for a long time. I was in that same boat where it's like, it's still the Warriors, but they dug themselves such a hole, and they just don't look like the same team. I, For me, personally, I think I'd still go with the Denver Nuggets, but they could easily have a bunch of injuries and fall off. So I struggle with what I would do with it. Where, where would you, you got to put money on somebody. Who would be that team coming out of the West? Make you pick somebody. It, it's <laughs> I, I I could poke a hole in every single Western yep. Conference team. If you Denver, you know, do they have the defense? Memphis, can they score in the half court? Clippers, is everyone going to play on this day? The Kings, I'm sorry, the great story, late the beam, but no, they're like a bottom three defense in the league. It's just not happening. Yeah. So you can really talk yourself. You can talk yourself into anyone. I guess if I'm going to throw a long shot, Dallas. 14 oh, to 1. They got Luka healthy. Maybe they make a move at the deadline. Maybe. I don't know. Like, I, I, if you're giving me a free bet, I would take a long shot like a Dallas or the Pelicans if they get right. Because I think Pelicans, when healthy, are probably the most complete team in the Western Conference. But they're young. They don't have a lot of experience that have made a playoff run before. So maybe it's a year too early for them. So, you know, I, again, I... You give me my free bet. I'll take I'll yeah. take Dallas for the sake of yeah. uh, the free bet. Oh, Reed, really quick, moving back to the East. The Sixers have won 20 of 24 games. Embiid looking like an MVP candidate. Do you think they're for real? Like, could you trust them? And do you think Boston really cares about the number one seed? I'm just looking at the Atlantic division winner, and the Sixers are plus 500. Celtics are minus 700, and they only have a two-and-a-half game lead in the East over the Sixers right now. Do you think 
Philly could keep this up. Do you think that's worth a bet or no? Just stay away from Philadelphia. No, I, I think Philly could really put together a strong regular season. Absolutely. When it comes to playoffs, still a no touch for me with Philadelphia. I, I still see a lot of concerns with the way the Sixers play the game, you know, where it comes to grifting for foul calls and stuff like that. And, you know, I'll try to keep my Nets homerism out of it, but I just don't think it's going to work in the postseason. I still think that there's some depth concerns with that Sixers team. Like as a Nets fan, no, I'm not really concerned about the Sixers come the postseason. You could clip that if you want. I still think that the Nets beat them in a seven game series. Yeah. Um, as for the vision. Yeah. Because you're starting to see Boston, you know, few injuries. Tatum has the lingering wrist issue. Jalen Brown's been in and out of the lineup. If Boston doesn't make a move at the deadline, that front court depth might be tested. Marcus Smart's been out of the line, Robert Williams. So they're starting to look a little banged up. So maybe the Sixers keep this run up a little bit longer and pull into a tie with the Celtics. Like it looked like the Nets might have as well. So I don't hate a shot at the Sixers at plus 500 to run down the Celtics in the division just based on, you know, where the momentum is going right now. Because you could probably come back on Boston in a few weeks. Yeah, Nets 16 to 1. Want to throw that out there too. That's crazy. (laughs) So we've been talking about trade deadline, and I was looking at an article and just in terms of like where these rumors are at. And one of the more surprising rumors is. OG Ananobi potentially going to Phoenix uh, for three first-round picks and uh, and Jay Crowder and maybe some other random. How much do you think, Dario Saric as well, how much do you think that move changes the complexity and the upside for the Suns? Because with Mikael Bridges on the other side of that wing, defensively a monster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that is... OJ Anobi is going to be the player that you come out of the trade deadline, you go, oh, here we go. Like, fire it up. Like, odds move, this and that. So, yes, OJ Anobi is that valuable. I'm a huge OJ Anobi fan. And the Suns could use a shot of life because it just feels like there's this just dark cloud over them ever since the summer, ever since they got involved in these Kevin Durant trade rumors. I still don't know if I could take them coming out of the Western Conference because I'm concerned about Chris Paul's health. But, yeah. If you really, if the smoke really heats up on Phoenix and OG Anobi, yeah, because that's going to shift the odds and Phoenix is going to fly up because I'm looking right now, Phoenix in the nine hole, but they're also tied for the six seed. So a lot of room for them to go. So if you really are buying into the rumor, then yeah, I'd say it's worth taking a flyer on the Suns because this is a team one year removed from the one seed in the West, two years removed from the NBA finals. Talking to Reed Wallach, bet sided NBA here on BetMGM tonight. Uh, the Cavaliers are such a, they're a fun team. They're a great story. This is a team that I think a lot of people expected to make a jump even before the Donovan Mitchell trade happened. And now you look at them and say, I mean, this is a legit team in the Eastern Conference. I feel like they're probably a year away. You said something earlier that I really agree with with a lot of these teams like the Pelicans. You got to kind of go through your bumps and bruises a little bit and have some of those early playoff losses and understand what it's like to play in the playoffs collectively as a team. The East is certainly a little more top-heavy than where the West is right now, so not as wide open. But do you see the Cavs as a team that maybe at least is an outside shot if things kind of play for them? Get you know at least get to maybe the Eastern Conference Finals. I don't think they're I don't think they're a Finals team by any stretch unless a bunch of crazy stuff happens. But I feel like they could sneak up and maybe make the Eastern Conference Finals. Do you agree? Yeah, with the right matchups, absolutely. Cleveland's a real good team. And as I was saying, my uh, the, when we're talking Pelicans before, and as I was saying, we're going to the, like you just said, Nick. Uh, like a Cavs-Pelicans next year finals exact event before the season. Feels like that's, like that, I already could see myself talking right. myself into it. Like Cavs-Pelicans. I like I like the Cavs long-term, but not just yet. Still, they need some time to develop first year. Mobley, I think, needs to 
get some more playoff experience under his belt. So I, I think Cavs probably a year away, especially with where the East is right now. I, I would be so weird to see the Pelicans and Cavs play each other in the NBA Finals <laughs> in a year. Oh the NBA God. is going through a shift, and the traditional powers are not at the top, at least in the Western Conference. It's it's hard to get used to, but you know what? I'll take this parody. It's harder to bet with, but it is great just as an NBA fan. Reed Wallach, bet-sided, covers the NBA for them. Thanks for coming on with us, man. Hey, thanks, guys. Best luck with the bets. Yeah, could you imagine? Imagine seeing Pelicans no. and Cavs in the NBA Finals in a year. I would hate that. I, uh, why? That's a lot of young talent. Those are fun teams. I would. I just like the. I just like star power, and that just. But they got stars. There's a lot. They're just they Zion, young, young stars, kind yeah. of a big star. star. I just mean like names. Yeah. You know what well, I mean? Just what, the names of the teams. You what know you, what I mean? What you? Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, like with the history that's there. In terms of there. ratings. But remember, the Warriors used to be a basement dweller. And then it all changed for them. And nobody even remembers that anymore. It's true. So you have to. No, to, you're right. To change your reputation as an organization, it takes a long, long time. Like the Bengals are able to do that now. The Cavs are starting to do that in the NBA. Like you're seeing these the teams. Kings as well. Yeah. The, no, I mean, listen, the Kings are having a great year, but they are they really are. bad defensively. And that's eventually, you got to play a little more defense, at least in the playoffs, but they're they certainly going to be a They can team. when it's the fourth quarter. They just don't like to do it quarters <laughs> one through three. Well, that's like a lot of the NBA. So yeah. I guess it's not really, that's just kind I of mean, on brand. We don't really know yet, Ree. We've never seen these Kings <laughs> in the playoffs and playoff moments. Playoff basketball. Don't be shading my Kings right in front of my face. You know, I'm like, Number one media member just proselytizing this. Aren't you betting against the Kings tonight? I said I would. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's a show rule to not do it. <laughs> it's a show rule to not do it. It's, it's blasphemy. Sometimes but you, I just, would. you gotta it's, suck it up eventually. But you you know? would. The yeah. Tim Wolves are hot right now. Yeah. I'm just saying, plus yeah. 100. Even D'Angelo Russell, he's like, I don't want to get traded. Suddenly he's playing he, oh, well. Oh, no, he does want to get traded. Yeah. He's on the move, yeah. boy. Yeah. But apparently I've heard that they're not going to move him because he's playing well and they're playing well. Who knows? We it's, don't see. 